All right, we're on a time crunch today. I'm trying to get to Cedar Point by lunch. Nice. So, do you? When's the last time you were there? It was probably like in 2019. I was oh, actually recently. Uh, priest friend of mine got these VIP passes. Oh, very important priest. It, it, it like spoils you because you can do all the rides in like four hours, and they wow. take you in through the exit, wow. and you're like you're ahead of the fast pass people, which gives you some bad looks. But L- um, like LeBron James at Cedar Point, fake glasses and all. What's up? Welcome to the 23 Podcast. Michael here with Father LeBron Jeff. Hey, everybody. <laughs> I had to ask him about the glasses reference. I, did, <laughs> I don't speak sports well, so it's so warm in my office. Look I at my, see that. It's, I am sweating. My glasses are foggy. steaming. This is yeah. the problem of summer. Wow. I'm a winter person through and through. Mm-hmm. Hey, welcome. It's Today we're recording. is the first day of June. We're a little premature. Yeah. Uh, just because I'm going to be out of town next week, and we wanted to make sure... You still got an episode of the podcast. Exactly. Um, but I circle back to Cedar Point real quick just because it's one of my favorite summer places. Yeah. Favorite coaster? Um, Maverick. Yeah. Yeah. Not my favorite. Definitely in my top three. Hmm. I, I think I, because of my high school days and the association with it and just because I love riding it, Millennium Force. Mm, that's a good one. It's a great coaster. That's definitely top three. Yeah, but yeah. Maverick is good for so many other reasons. Just mm-hmm. it's. Did you know? Fun, fun fact: they removed a piece of track from Maverick before it opened that was considered to be too strenuous, like it was too um, hard on the body, like wow. the G forces and stuff like that. So they designed it one way, and when it went through testing and people rode it, they were like, people started dying. <laughs> no, no, nobody. Oh. <laughs> Let's not spread rumors. Uh, but they. They had to actually remove a piece. I think they made a backup piece of track knowing this could go one way or another right. in this turn. But don't you kind of want to, w- don't you wish you could have ridden it yeah. the, the original way? Right. Kind of fun. So, anyway, let's get into uh, church that? shenanigans. Wow. Since that's what we do together. Right. A little, little church fun. Hey, this weekend we are celebrating the solemnity of Corpus Christi. Yep. One of our other. Um Solemnities and, and ordinary time. Yep. And then next week we get to counting again. Yeah, back to back to green. Just going through one Sunday at a time. I know. I uh, was planning pretty much all of the summer masses this week, and it's just kind of fun picking and choosing songs, and that's kind of the nice thing about ordinary time. Of course, I always look at the readings for each week, sure. but I don't necessarily always worry about every song a little more flexibility yeah you just get to pick a song because hey it's the middle of july and we like singing this song so that's all good hey some things coming up i know you want to plug a couple things today so first uh on the list is your holy land pilgrimage yeah so um there's uh, of course still spots available um without it being you know too big of a group and so if you've been thinking about it like like now's kind of the time uh everything needs to be in and due like three months before the trip so right. that's mid-july so it's really time is coming yeah it really is here these next couple of weeks uh is the is the time so um if you're one of those people that signs up for things last minute 
it's officially last minute. It's it's the time. well, it's 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 peaking over last minute. Well, and this is a we this is a, a strange situation because normally one parish wouldn't have like two Holy two, Land oh, right. trips back to back. Yeah, the one the group that just got back had a phenomenal time. Right, they went with Father Herb, which was rescheduled from COVID times. Yep, and then this trip for you. It's also from, rescheduled because right. you were supposed to do it while you were in Huron, correct? Right, and also in 2020. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So it's just kind of the way it, yeah. it happened. But the Holy Land is still the same place. That's right. Should be a great opportunity. Holiest place on earth. The <laughs> that's Cedar Point slogan, actually. No, I'm just oh. kidding. No. Uh, so if you would like to go, if they want to go, what do they? Oh do? yeah. So the there are brochures in the Connection Center desk. Also, uh-huh. the parish office has packets of information. Yeah. Uh, about how to register, you know, and things like that, the itinerary, um, or go on the company's website too. Uh, but probably the brochure, or even better yet, um, pick up a packet in the office would be would be great. Fantastic. And uh, if you can't get here during office hours, just give us a call. Yeah. We'll set one aside for you. Exactly. Hand deliver it to you. White glove service on Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Whatever you need. I'm, I'm, I'm busy on Sunday morning. <laughs> I, I will deliver it to you <laughs> on Sunday morning. You're, you're busy on Sunday morning. Patty will deliver it to you. <laughs> She's busy on Sunday morning, too. She's yeah. praying. Yeah. Hey, uh, also, we've got a giveaway coming up. That's right. You know, Catholics love free stuff. That's right. Ashes. And it's not even right. Palms. Uh, what else do we give away? Throat blessings. Right. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, but most Gra- of all. Sacramental grace. Yeah, all that. Should all that I keep good going? stuff. Uh, you want me to stop, don't you? What? Well, it kind of ends there. Like, how do you, how do you, you can't really top that. I got nothing else. So, Fish, fries. Oh, you got to buy it. Yeah, yeah. you got to buy it. Cookies. Oh, true. All right. And blue um, punch, which probably should have been red during Pentecost. But. <laughs> somebody, <laughs> that reminds me, somebody said to me, the, oh, I don't remember who it was. If you're listening, I apologize. They Well, if you're listening, we always apologize. Well, that's true. It, they said, they held up the cup of blue punch and they're like, what is this? And wow. I was like. I make no decisions about the juice around here. I know, nor I. I, I don't remember. It wasn't it wasn't a good like oh, oh what is this? Wow. It was a pure disdain. What is this blue stuff in this cup? Worst free punch ever. <laughs> Put it on the next billboard. Yeah. St. <laughs> John the twenty third. Okay. Anyway. The real giveaway. <laughs> so with uh with it being Corpus Christi, uh the uh solemnity of the most um holy body and blood of Christ and we're also during a time of Eucharistic revival, which we've mentioned before uh, in our country. Which we had that prayer service or the adoration with um, Bishop Thomas uh, back in April. Yeah. So um, Bishop Barron has uh, written a little book. It is little. So if you're worried about a big book, don't worry. Um, and um, we have about hundreds of copies to uh, to pass out. This so, weekend? Uh, yep, this weekend. Free books. Yep. So uh, take one, um, read it, and pass it on. Are we going to... This is a purely logistical question, mm-hmm. so that the Saturday crowd doesn't take all the books. They'll be rationed. Okay, yes. that's what no, I was going to ask. They'll be rationed. We want to make sure the eleven o'clock crowd gets some books oh, right. too. Yeah, unlike the Holy Spirit, they will be rationed. <laughs> you get just a little bit of grace, and you get just a little bit of grace. Uh, I've heard good things about the book. Yeah, it's, I've seen it advertised on social media. Bishop Barron is amazing. Every, he, you know, he leads Word on Fire. He's mm-hmm. all—he was an auxiliary bishop in L.A., but he was moved in the last year right. or so. Yeah. yeah, he's the bishop of Rochester, Winona, Minnesota. I thought it was Minnesota. It's—it's it's the obvious L.A. to Minnesota. You know, track. <laughs> oh, the old L.A. to Minnesota. Yeah, track. yeah, yeah. It, it was—it's a well-worn path. I, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure the people of that diocese are 
ecstatic yeah. that he's there. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Um, but yeah, and actually his little books, because he writes big books too, mm-hmm. his little books are always good. Yeah. A lot of substance in a, a yeah. short amount of time. Right, so. exactly. It's power-packed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sounds like a nutrition bar. That's right. Uh, and, you know what and, else is power-packed? Our podcast. Oh, not really. No, let's right. be honest. No, was, it's, that's aspirational. It's a see at best. Uh, the Eucharist is power-packed. Of course. Yeah. I, yeah. I t- wish we were segueing into the readings, but we're not done yet. Other <laughs> more shenanigans. Other other upcoming events. VBS next week. Yeah, sign up already happened, but there's going to be a lot of cute kids and families around. Yeah, so great. Excited about good. that. Also, if you are new to the parish, you're not new to the parish anymore. I get well. I, I got a few more weeks to we my have an anniversary party. Mm-hmm. Uh, we yep. have, go, go ahead. Uh, that'll be driving back from the mission trip. Oh, fun! <laughs> oh, I wish I, to be a fly on the wall. Uh, we have Connection Point coming up this Sunday. If you're new, Connection Point is our way for you to get connected to yeah. the parish and potentially become a member of St. John the 23rd. So come for about an hour, a little yeah. more, hour and a half on Sunday afternoon. We start at 1230, and you can learn more about the parish and who we are. And if you want to become a member and join the Parish of the 23 podcast. Mm-hmm. And there's also a giveaway. So Ooh. you could have two giveaways you can in never one day. Have too many giveaways in one day. Wow, it's quite the it'll be quite the Sunday. I don't think people could emotionally handle it. We should probably. I, put, I don't think you're giving them enough credit. We're gonna have to put a warning on the door, right? Like, if you have heart issues, that's right. Be weary today. That's right. It's like a roller coaster. See, right. we just came full circle. Right. It's like the piece of the Maverick they took out. <laughs> All right. Uh, if you'd like, so that's to, at twelve thirty. That's twelve thirty. If you'd Major. like to come to Connection Point, yeah. you can RSVP. At 23.church. That's a website, by the way. Yes. In case, if you're new, you might not know right. that. Just go to uh, 23.church. Stay away from insider language. The, yeah, we are all inclusive. Mm-hmm. Okay, we need to get to something that has some substance today. Right. So let's jump into this week's readings. Yeah, so um, our gospel for Corpus Christi is John chapter 6, verses 51 to 58. Of course, John chapter 6 is such a significant... Uh, chapter in general, it starts out with the multiplication of the loaves and fish, um, which is like the one, one of the few passages that's in all four Gospels. And then Jesus' explanation sort of of that, which is his uh, bread of life discourse, mm. uh, which is so, um, so important to us um, in our Catholic faith. This is kind of towards the end of, uh, of John chapter 6. Jesus said to the Jewish crowds, I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats this bread will live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh for the life of the world. The Jews quarreled among themselves, saying, How can this man give us his flesh to eat? Jesus said to them, Amen, amen, I say to you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you do not have life within you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him on the last day. For my flesh is true food, and my blood is true drink. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me, and I in him. Just as the living Father sent me, and I have life because of the Father, so also the one who feeds on me will have life because of me. This is the bread that came down from heaven, Unlike your ancestors who ate and still died, whoever eats this bread will live forever. Can you imagine what they're thinking as he's saying this? Yeah. Like, mind blowing. <laughs> maybe a little gross. Yeah. Maybe a little 
shocking. Mm-hmm. Maybe too much, right? Yeah, definitely, definitely too much. And of course, right after this passage towards the end of John chapter six, you know, it even says a lot of people just couldn't take it and they no longer followed him. Yeah. And that's when he asked his disciples, do you also want to leave? You know, Peter said, Lord, you know, to whom shall we go? Who, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. Mm. Um, yeah. So definitely um, sort of one of the watershed moments, you know, that, um, that really just means so much, you know, because he's, he's not speaking literally, like literally, figuratively here or symbolically yeah. it's which a lot of people will interpret that way yeah not no, ca- it's now, a, i'm not saying catholics but christians sure. a lot of christians will you know say well he didn't really mean this which is interesting because a lot of fundamental interpretations of the bible are very literal right. like except this one except yeah <laughs> yeah it's very it's very interesting to me so in the context of this as a catholic you know we hear these words through the lens of tradition now and knowing when we go to mass what Mm -hmm. takes place and it makes sense i can only as you were reading this i was thinking i could only imagine if the apostles were thinking of this moment when they were gathered at the last supper Mm. and they said oh Mm -hmm. now i get it Mm kind of like that light bulb moment yeah very much ties into then this is my body this is my blood yeah um yeah, but I, I do think even for Catholics, it can be it can be challenging, you know. Absolutely. And there's a lot of uh, data out there that shows even a lot of uh, Catholics struggle with, you know, Christ's true presence in the in the Eucharist, which is why there's the Eucharistic revival and sure. and the little book uh, that we're we're gonna pass out to just help um, make that a little bit you know more understandable for mm-hmm. us and something that we really can embrace. A couple things just about this passage. You know, Jesus says at the, at the end of our passage, this is the bread that came down from heaven. Unless you're, unlike your ancestors who ate and still died, whoever eats this bread will live forever. Um, he's talking about the manna mm-hmm. uh, in the desert. Um, for those who weren't sure of that, that reference, that when the people were just starving, really. In, um, in Exodus. Mm-hmm, and had nothing, you know, after they left Egypt and, and all that, and were you know, in the desert for 40 years, that um, they really had nothing else, and God provided for them. Um so we have a we have a God who who feeds us, and the manna uh, stopped um, stopped coming down as they were entering the promised land. Hmm. So it wasn't like it lasted forever. It was just sort of food for that journey. Um, and so even for us, um, we won't need the Eucharist in the promised land of heaven. Hmm. I told a group of kids once that there's no mass in heaven. They were like <gasps> they were like scandalized. I'm like why would there be mass in heaven? Because like. God is literally right there. They're like, best news ever. Yeah, My mom right. won't make me go anymore. <laughs> but he tell them it's like one continual mass. They're like, ah, <laughs> yeah. oh, dang. Um, yeah, but, you know, we won't need J- Jesus hidden under the forms of bread and wine because we'll see him face to face. And he'll yeah. be right there, you know, completely sharing in his in his life. Um, what also struck me, it actually ties in with last week's uh, gospel as well, Um when Jesus said at the beginning of this passage, the bread that I will give is my flesh for the life of the world. You know, remember our gospel for last week for Trinity Sunday was God so loved the world, he gave his only son mm-hmm. um, so that we may have eternal life. And so that's, it's our participation in that. And so Jesus ties sort of his offering and love for us to, um, to what, what he's feeding us with. Even as you say that, it calls to mind the beginning of John, and the beginning was the mm-hmm. Word, mm-hmm. and the Word became flesh. Right. right. And then this is the continuation, and this is the, my flesh for the life 
of the world. Yeah. So it goes from the word to through the incarnation to a gift for eternity. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's amazing how it all like ties ties in. Yeah. You know, and even thinking back to that manna and the freedom from slavery and entering a promised land, it's you see that it's I mean, at mass we kinda of get these little chunks of, of scripture. Yeah. You know, it's all, you know, a one story that uh that all really ties together. You know, can we go back for a second to this whole idea of the Eucharistic revival <laughs> and perhaps many people struggle with I don't even want to maybe maybe it is belief or maybe a, a good word to would be understanding or trying to understand what t- what our belief in the Eucharist is and wrapping mm-hmm. our head around it. Mm-hmm. Um but it, it reminded me as you were saying that of what who you've quoted before C.S. Lewis when he talks about Jesus was either a liar, a lunatic mm-hmm. or the Lord, mm-hmm. right? And in this moment, oh my gosh, you know, here's this guy saying whoever eats my flesh whoever drinks yeah. my blood this no. this definitely qualifies for lunatic yeah in a strong way yeah or it's true it, 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 can't, <laughs> it can't be either and that's or it can't be like both and that's you know? exactly i i find like in my moments of weakness of faith it's either i'm all in or i'm not mm. like i either have to just put my my faith into it and faith is okay without complete understanding right it's not there's not a stupidity to it that's why it's called belief and faith because there's never going to be a hundred percent scientific factual evidence necessarily. However, at the same time, if we're kind of lukewarm about it, I think it loses its impact on mm-hmm. how we can really be transformed by it. Yeah. And that, not to go down a, a slightly different path, but speaking of no scientific evidence, reminded me of some of the Eucharistic miracles. Oh, sure. Um, so if you never heard of these, uh, you can Google Eucharistic miracles. Uh, there's even one that Pope Francis was connected with because it happened in uh, Buenos Aires uh, in 1996 when he was the archbishop there, and they, they did do scientific um, analysis, you, right, of of that, and uh, just amazing. So uh, just invite you to look that up. Don't get caught in a, a Google wormhole, though. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You end up watching cat videos or something. It's, yeah, it's a gets, slippery slope. Gets very dangerous very yeah. soon. Uh, but yeah, it's 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 kind of an all or nothing thing. And perhaps this weekend with Corpus Christi, we can use this maybe not only through our own practice of attending mass and participating in mass this weekend, but also through giveaway. Hey, Try of me. the new book, you know. I don't know how it's necessarily laid out, but just taking maybe a, a chapter a day or a few pages a day mm-hmm. um, to spend some time this summer to kind of renew yeah. our love for and belief in the Eucharist. Yeah, even though it's a, a thin book, it is it is rich, you know. And um, if you're sort of a Bishop Baron, if you listen to him a lot, you you kind of kind of heard the lingo in a sense before sure, and sure. so but if you haven't you might be like oh my gosh like what is you just might have to sit with it a little bit a little bit longer and then we i mean we should all do that right. so um yeah i was thinking too that line of the disciples um like philip when when he t- said to jesus lord i believe help my unbelief mm. so there's sort of that we can't believe it but maybe no one need to believe it even more or even hold it more closely kind of remind me of Digging Chris Turner's homily when he said we can we can make that decision to worship you know and then the understanding will kind of hopefully come down the line yeah you know that um, yeah we can kind of hold it hold it both that we that we know um, 
that we haven't 100% grasped. Because um, that would be very difficult, actually. But we can keep living in faith yeah. and um, just keep growing. Yeah. And, you know, some other practical ways besides coming to receive the Eucharist at Mass, you can find just a little chapel at a local parish where there's adoration mm-hmm. and, you know, spend 20, yep. 20 minutes there once a week, you know, yep. get into your own prayer habit of, or even, honestly, just come to our church yep. when it's unlocked and sit before the tabernacle yep. and uh, j- just spend some time in prayer. It's it's one of those things that we definitely take for granted that Jesus is truly present in right. every church that we pass. Yep. And um, if you don't know what the what the red candle's for up in the sanctuary, it's to, um, as a reminder that Jesus is present in the in the tabernacle. So um, if you're unfamiliar with that, that can be your little Catholic fact for today. Rocking the red. Yep. It's called the sanctuary lamp. Mm-hmm. You can impress a, uh, somebody with that this weekend when you come into church. Hey, yeah. check out the sanctuary lamp. Yeah, never noticed that. It's mm-hmm. red. Do you know why? Hmm. All right, let's take it to prayer. Mm. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I'm the Holy Spirit. Um, Jesus, we're so grateful that um, that you feed us that you feed us with yourself. Um, we know we need to be fed, and we have so many hungers, Lord, um, of course, not only physically, but just in our life. And so we praise you as the God who provides, as the God who feeds, as the God who sustains, as the God who looks to um, literally put your life with uh, in us. And so our life can be caught up with yours. Help us to grow in understanding and appreciation of the great gift of yourself in the Eucharist and to be able to know that you are indeed with us always as you promised. Jesus, we love you and trust in you and ask all this in your name. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hey, we got this done in a record 23 minutes. Bada bing, bada boom. Kudos to us. Nice. Hey guys, have a great week. We will see you this week in for Mass. God bless y'all.